message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adibui, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. We want to talk tonight on Born for Signs and Wonders. The Bible says, Behold, I and the children whom the Lord had given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel. From the Lord of hosts which dwelleth in Mount Zion. I want to read that to say, Behold, I and the children whom the Lord had given me are for signs and wonders in Nigeria. And throughout the whole world, from the Lord of hosts, we dwell in Mount Zion. I want you to say it loud and clear. I am the children that God has given me. Are for signs and wonders. You better say it so that God himself can hear you. God never does anything without a purpose. He never does anything arbitrarily. Acts 15 verse 18. Acts 15 verse 18. Says, known unto God are all his ways from the foundation of the world. In other words, God knows where he's heading even before he begins. Nobody is born into this world by accident. God has a purpose for every child that is born. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 4 and 5, Jeremiah 1 4 and 5, God said to Jeremiah, he said, Before I formed thee, I knew thee. Even while you were in the womb, I already sanctified you a prophet. Anyone who is in this world came for a purpose. In Romans chapter 9, verses 11 and 12, Romans 9, 11 and 12, 
The Bible says before Jacob and Esau were born, God had already said, Jacob, I love Jacob, Jacob, Esau, I hate. They were not yet born. He had already decided. And in Romans 9 verse 17. Romans 9 17. God said concerning Pharaoh. He said, For this purpose I raised thee up. That when I draw you, the whole world will know that there is a king above all kings. Nobody is born without a purpose. Whether for good or for bad. In Judges 13, Judges, Judges, verse 1 to 5. Judges 13, verse 1 to 5. God said, Samson will begin to deliver Israel. Samson, Even before Samson did all he did, God had already said, this man will only start, he won't complete the job. He will begin to deliver. In Luke chapter 1, verse 13 to 17. Luke 1, 13 to 17. God said concerning John the Baptist that he will convert many people into the kingdom of God. Before you were born, God has a purpose. The good news is myself and all the children God had given me whether physically or spiritually they are born for signs and wonders. So how many children do I have here tonight? So if you believe that you are for signs and wonders let me hear you. Hallelujah. ဒီဘိုင်းကြောင့်လို့ကြီးပေးဟိုဟာဖွေရှင်းအမြင်ဖြစ်ရရနူတန်ဘောကြီးကြီးအလေလူယာ so if you are born for signs and wonders, get ready for signs and wonders. Whether the enemy likes it or not, you are for signs and wonders. 
am born for signs and wonders. Say it in such a way that they will know you mean business. I am born for signs Now, what are signs? A sign is something that's an extraordinary happening that will cause unbelievers to change their mind. Those who do not believe that there is God, those who do not believe that God is on your side, when God had shown them a sign, then they will believe. In John chapter 6, verse 30. John 6 30. The people asked the Lord, What signs do you want to show us that we may believe? What work, what major miracle are you going to perform that will cause us to believe that? You are sent from God. In John chapter 4, verse 48. John 4, verse 48. Jesus himself said, Except these people see signs and wonders, they won't believe. Now I have good news for somebody here today. Because of the signs and wonders that God will do in your life tonight. Every member of your family will come to the Lord. Amen. My mother-in-law, for several years, didn't want to hear anything about the gospel. We tried our best since we became born again to, to convert her. And then I should know our story. Our story, our story. That my wife had had three cesarean operations before we met the Lord. Because they said, the doctor said she can't deliver normally. Then we became born again. And we read Luke chapter 137. That with God nothing shall be impossible. How many of you, by the way, believe that your home will be possible tonight? Let me hear your amen loud and clear. Amen. Amen. So my wife became pregnant again. And this time, no doctor at all. And the baby was born. Big. Without operation. My mother-in-law said, because of what God has done, I surrender. 
Because of the signs and wonders that God will do in your life tonight. Every member of your family shall come into the kingdom of God. What are examples of signs? Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. Isaiah 7 verse 14. The Bible says, God himself will give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive. So that will be a sign. Because it will be something that cannot possibly happen. A virgin should not conceive. A virgin should not have a baby without meeting with a man. So God said, I will give you a sign. A virgin shall in other words, the impossible shall be possible. There is somebody here tonight. That people have told you that there is something in your life that can never be possible. My father will give them a sign. Amen. I say it again. I said, God will give them a sign. I told you the story before. We were saying the old auditorium. There was this lady who have been barren for years. The husband has gone everywhere. Finally, the they went to a professor who examined the woman thoroughly and discovered that she had no breeze. Called the husband aside. Why are you wasting your time? This woman has no ovaries. Nothing to provide the eggs for you to fertilize. No, stop wasting your time. And the husband broke the news to the wife. And the wife said, well, in that case, well, let's just go home. Let me go and eat it like that since I can't have a child. Like the husband said, that is the report of the doctor. Let's go to redemption camp. Let's go and hear the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord for somebody here tonight is that God will give your enemies a sign. So they came to the convention. Once in those days we were few. So I could lay hands on everybody. Mostly, but only go and win. 
All I noticed was that when we laid hand on this woman, she fell under the anointing, and she was on the ground for about 45 minutes. I thought because it was night, the woman was just trying to sleep. I didn't know God was performing an operation. Everybody who needs an operation tonight, God will perform it himself. Nine months later, the woman they said had no ovary came rejoicing with her baby she had said God who can make the impossible possible that God who caused a virgin to conceive we do your own tonight in Jesus name what is a sign? In Judges chapter 6, verse 36 to 38. Judges 6, 36 to 38. Gideon said to the Lord, Gideon is of please give me a sign. I'm going to put a piece of cloth outside. I want rain to fall on that little fleece alone. And everywhere else, if you do that for me, I will know it's a sign that you are the one talking. So he put the fleece out. By the following morning, everywhere was dry. But the fleece was soaked in water. It is a sign. Some years ago, one chief in one town somewhere in Nigeria gave his life to Jesus Christ. And he was a farmer. And there was a great dry season. That everything was dried up by the sun. Two times rain fell on his farm alone and didn't touch anywhere else. His own farm alone. I don't know who I'm talking to. One of the signs that God will give to your enemy is that there will be showers of blessings located to you alone. And then in the same Judges chapter 6, verse 39 to 40, Judges 6, 39 to 40, Gideon said, 
Lord, thank you for the first sight. But one is not enough. I'm going to put the fleece out again tonight. This time round, I want to ring everywhere. I want, I want the fleece alone to be dry. And when he woke up the following morning, it had rained everywhere. But the fleece remained dry. Uh, I've told you before, there have been an occasion when we were having fellowship at the University of Ibadan. We were not too many then, but the city room couldn't contain us. So we moved to the backyard. And as we were about to begin the Bible study, rain began. But it rained everywhere on the campus. And left the house where we were holding the Bible study. That's a long time ago. But another one happened last year. I went to Abuja for the Abuja Holy Ghost service. And then I went to see the ecumenical center that was being prepared. And the white man who was in charge, as soon as he saw me, he said, Sir, I was told that you are connected with the man on top. I thought he was talking about the president. I said, you mean the president? He said, no, he said the man on top. Then I knew he was talking about God. I said, oh yes, oh yes, by special grace. He said, I'm, I want to finish this building before Sunday. Help me talk to him. That there be no rain during the day. So that I can finish the work. Oh, I said, that's all right. Don't worry, there be no rain during the day. That was Thursday. I said that. I remembered. Tomorrow night is Holy Ghost night. I have said no rain during the day. Friday came. And the cloud covered the whole city. And it rained everywhere except the stadium. There is somebody here tonight. It is not one sign that you are going to get. You will get two. If I were you, I would say amen loud and clear. In 2 Kings chapter 3, 
From verse 11 to 17. Second Kings 3, 11 to 17. Some kings came to Elisha. They said, sir, when we pay, we are in trouble. We had a big army. But we have no water for them to drink. Please, how do we get water? And he said, God will give you a sign. He said, there will be no wind. Wind, no wind. There will be no rain. But if you will dig, there will be plenty of water filling every hole that you dig. No wind, no rain, but plenty of water. That is an evidence of a sign. When we got to this campground, our first convention, we were struggling every day and night trying to build little accommodation where we can stay. But every time we dig a well, when we dig it today by tomorrow it will have collapsed because the soil is clay and it was a week to the convention what are we going to do for water and God gave us a sign that is the one who sent us here Exactly eight days to the convention. One rich man was driving past. And saw the activities going on here. And branched. He saw and said, What are you people doing? Oh, we are preparing for a convention. You want to hold convention in this jungle? Oh yes, where we are is no longer big enough for us. He said, What what is your greatest need? Our greatest need is water. As we are digging the way they were collapsing. He said, What you need is a borehole. I said, We know. The problem is, where is the money to dig a borehole? And then we have only one week to go. He said, I will give you a borehole. He said it in the morning. By the evening, engineers have moved on site. They started drilling. By Friday, the convention was going to start on Sunday. By Friday, 
they have already got to water. And even as they were digging, he made sure we were already building a tank. Where we are going to put the water tank. Saturday night. Saturday in the moonlight. We put all the tanks on top. As okay. And water was beginning to pump. There is somebody here today. It looks as if you are about to be put to shame. My father will give you a sign. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.